What is up, MMA fans? Welcome to my channel. This is the MMA Anomaly Show with yours truly, Olin, aka MMA Anomaly. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and smash that bell for notifications. What's up, fight fans? Olin coming back at you with another episode of the MMA Anomaly Show podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to be going through quickly the UFC Vegas 56 fight card, which is being headlined by Alexander Volkov and Jarzinho Rosenstruck. Um, I actually found a really awesome Twitter some time ago. I hit him up and asked him if he wouldn't mind me using some of his stats. He does a lot of really cool stat breakdowns. So I should uh, you should notice those come up in the background. That being said, he has a really cool probability predictor on his uh, little website that I am going to use back here. And uh, I've got to say, I agree with him on a vast majority of these based on the stats that he's provided. Uh, some of them I disagree on. So let's go ahead and jump right into the card then. Um, also, I will go ahead and throw up his Twitter handle up here. His name is Nate Latshaw. And uh, yeah, just absolutely brilliant MMA fan. So starting at the bottom of the card, we have Aaron Blanchfield going up against JJ Aldrich. I agree with the probability predictor here. I think Aaron Blanchfield definitely takes this one. Uh, probably via split or unanimous decision. In the next fight, we have, I know I'm going to butcher his name, Hinat Fakhreddinov going up against Andreas Michelidis. Um, probably butchered his name too. I apologize, fellas. Um, that being said, this is another one that I definitely agree with Nate's uh, probability predictions here. I think Hinat ends up coming in here and getting it done. I think, realistically, he should prove to be better across the board, grappling and striking. And I think he probably ends up getting a finish either late in the second or early in the third. Uh, in, in the next fight, I have to say, as much as, a, uh, as I am a Jeff Molina fan, I disagree with the probability prediction here, saying that he's going to end up coming in here and beating Zalgas Zumagulov. Um, I think Zumagulov is a beast, and I think he ends up outlasting Jeff Molina, dragging him into deep waters, and winning a unanimous decision. Now, in the case of Johnny Munoz versus Tony Gravely, it's it's damn near a pick 'em, even on the probability uh, stat board here. And I, I agree. I think this is very close on paper. I think it's going to be very close in the octagon. I, I do think... Um, do I think it goes to decision, or do I think it ends up being a finish? I think Tony Gravely ends up getting a finish late, maybe in the third round. In the next fight, we've got Nicholas Stoltz going up against Benoit or Benoit St. Denis. Um, it's probably Benoit St. Denis. Uh, I, I can't say that I know enough about both of these guys to, to give a super confident prediction, but judging on the tape that I watched, I have to agree with the probability prediction here. I think uh, Benoit St. Denis ends up coming out and getting it done. Probably a decision. I don't think this is going to be the most exciting fight on the card, but I do think this card is definitely going to be action-packed overall. In the next fight, we've got Damon Jackson going up against Dan Argueta. I think Damon Jackson ends up getting it done. I think he probably ends up getting a submission either first or second round. In the next fight, we've got Alex Da Silva going up against Joe Selecki. I'm a big fan of Joe Selecki. I think the guy's a stud. I think he's a great grappler. Um, his striking isn't too bad either. That being said, I think he ends up getting a finish in the second round, probably two to two and a half minutes in. This next match is a pretty interesting one. Uh, it's We have a women's fight against it's Felice Herrig going up against Carolina Kovalkiewicz. Um, and I think Carolina ends up getting it done. Now, the probability stats board here 
has it pretty much a pick em, right? We've got 52% to 48% odds. I've got to go with the underdog here because history shows that she's already beaten Felice once. I think she does it again. I know that that was a long time ago, but you know, I, I feel like, uh, you know, going into this fight, I just think that Felice hasn't really gotten any better. I don't know that Carolina's gotten a ton better either, but the old Carolina beat the old Felice. I think the new Carolina beats the old Felice as well. Now in this next fight, again, very interesting, kind of intriguing fight here. We got Alonzo Minifield going up against Askar Mozarov. Now, Askar Mozarov, um, you've probably seen him on like meme pages. He looks terrifying. He looks like a very scary fighter, but he doesn't really have that scary of a record. He's almost got the same amount of losses as he does wins. That being said, going into this fight week, apparently uh, it was discovered that not all of those losses on his record were just, so they removed them. So his record has fluctuated across the week. Um, I don't know. doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That being said, I think he goes out there and probably just gets knocked out by Alonzo Manifield. Um, Alonzo's got just absolute dynamite in his hands, and he can knock out just about anybody he hits. It's just a matter of, is the person he's fighting as an opponent hittable? I think that Asgar is going to prove to be quite hittable in that matchup. In the next fight, we've got Zaruk Adashev going up against Ode Osborne. I think Ode Osborne goes out there and gets the knockout probably pretty early on. He's a, a really quick starter. I think he ends up starting very fast. I think he piles on the aggression, and I think he ends up getting a, a late first round or mid first round knockout. In the next fight, we've got Kareem Silva going up against Pollyanna Botelho. Uh, I think Pollyanna ends up getting it done despite what the stats say, despite what the odds say. Um, I Again, this is one of the few that I disagree on here. I think that Pollyanna has the skills to get it done and she has more UFC fights under her belt. So I, I just think that she ends up coming in there, showing her slight veteranship and winning a decision, possibly a split decision. Now, Michael Trezano versus Lucas Almeida is probably going to be a banger. I think for as long as it lasts, it'll be a very fun fight. Um, I do think Trezano ends up winning via submission. I think he'll probably wobble him on the feet in the second round and then get on top of him and, and end up choking him out. Another intriguing matchup in the co-main event, we got Dan 50K Ige himself going up against Mozart Evloev, who is just a stud, undefeated fighter. Um, you can see on the stats board here, we got 77% chance that he ends up beating Dan Ige. Uh, do I think it's going to be that much of a landslide? No, I think Dan puts up a great fight. But I do think that Movzar is, is going to prove to be too much with the grappling. Uh, if you play DraftKings, put them on your card. People tend to get a lot of points for grappling, and I think that's what we're going to see in this fight. Now, the main event is a fight that I don't think we'll see a ton of grappling in. We have Alexander Volkov going up against Jarzinho Rosenstruck. Uh, it's Biggie Boy going up against Drago. I think that the odds, the odds man himself, Nate Latshaw, got this one right. I think Alexander Volkov ends up going in there showing his UFC veteranship again. And I, I just think he has incredible cardio. I think if it goes 25 minutes, he wins this fight dominantly. He keeps that distance, picks his opponent apart at range. And uh, I think Jarzinho's only hope is the one-shot knockout, which we've seen prove to be effective against Alexander Volkov. I think Derek Lewis got dominated by uh, Volkov in their fight up until the moment that he knocked Volkov out with one shot. So we've seen Volkov get knocked out before. Do I think Jarzinho can do it? I'm not sure because Volkov actually, unlike most of the heavyweight division, doesn't leave his head on the center line. He actually has good head movement. And as long as he's making himself a less hittable target, Jarzinho is going to have one hell of a fight against him. 
And I just think that Alexander either knocks him out or wins via unanimous decision. Uh, let me know what you think in the comments below. Thanks again for all the support. Whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening to this on one of the podcast networks, make sure that you subscribe, like, comment, rate, all of the internet things. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Thanks again.